Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. It hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. I'm Jazzy Bell. I'm your host, the creator of Woman in Hip Hop podcast. And uh, we are joined by Juicy Fruit. First and foremost, I really want to know, where did you get the name? This is it's an embarrassing story, but it was just something that came to me. But, okay, so the Juicy came from, uh, you know, my cheeks was real good. I mean, real. I'm just reading the text message that came through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my cheeks was real, was like real Juicy. So they used to call me Juicy. And then my daddy got this phrase from, I want to say it was half baked, you know, with Dave Chappelle. Uh-huh. And the old lady was calling them uh, Fruit Loops. So he used to call me Fruit Loose, so I put them both together, and I came up with the name. And that's what it is, Juicy Fruit. Here I is. I, I thought it had something to do with the bubble gum. Oh, <laughs> hell no. This stuff go out too quick. I, I need to talk to them about this and get it oh. together. Oh, my God. I used to say the same thing. That was my mom's favorite <laughs> gum, and she used to give it to me as a kid, and it used to lose flavor in, like, 10 seconds, so you just throw it away. Nah. Yeah, so, <laughs> nah, that ain't it. Okay, now when it comes to you growing up in Memphis, Tech, uh, Memphis, Texas, look at me. I've been interviewing a lot of people in Texas, by the way. But Memphis, <laughs> no, Tennessee, <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee, which is like very musically inclined, a lot of great acts have come out of there, whether it be from jazz, blues, and definitely hip hop with Juicy J, 3 Six Mafia, period. Shout out to um, Gangsta Boo as well. You get what I'm so, talking about, Gangsta Boo? That's yeah, my little chat. Yeah, uh-huh. little chat. I was going to go there with it. Come on. I DJ Paul, Juicy J Project Pay. What's up? You get what I'm talking yeah. about? Period. Black, A-ball. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to do the crunchy black. But I do want to talk about your upbringing there. What are some of the things you witnessed just growing up in Memphis? It's it's a lot. Of, it's just uh, what I witnessed was like, it's, it's a lot of stuff where people just they bring each other down a lot. Don't get me mm. wrong. I love my city. Don't mm. get me wrong. But mm-hmm. if you're not from there, you really not gonna understand us. Like people mm. automatically think that we people from Memphis is like aggressive and we mm. do this and that. It's like you gotta be there to know, you know, what they happen. You didn't see I didn't see it all though. That's mm-hmm. how that's how I can just break it down. I didn't see it all, like done from all ages and everything. And that's why I am the way that I am. So Memphis made me who I am. No doubt, for sure. Now, when it comes to um, your musical influence, we just talked about how how much music is so in- ingrained when it comes to, like, Memphis. But when it comes to you, you sing. We hear that in your music. And I heard you play the piano as well. So I'm curious, like, how did this all start for you when it comes to singing, playing the piano, and then hip-hop? When did that come in? When I, my, mama, my mama and them had me in church. So okay. we started in the choir, right? We was at yeah. Pentecostal Temple. Okay. I was young, and you know, I got two older sisters. Uh-huh. And being around them, it's like they put me on everything. You know, they you when you have big sisters, you want to be like them. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they were the one that put me on a Lil Wayne and Ti and Marcus Houston and Beyonce and all of this stuff. You know, and 
it was just something about the way certain people's voices was when they did music, and I just couldn't get over it. It was Lil Wayne for me. Wow. Like, after hearing Wayne, I was like, that's what I want to do. I was like, I don't care what else that I'm good at, I want to do it. <laughs> wow. So I just started doing it, and from then on, my other influences, they've been like, you know, the people around me. Like my yeah. uncle, my um, my mama. My uncle is the one that taught me how to play the piano. And my mama, she just always had a good voice. It made us sing in the choir. Like, wow. if we weren't doing nothing else, we had to get in the choir whether we can sing or not. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, who else? That's mostly it on my family part. And then I ran into somebody by the name of Flyboy Z. Mm-hmm. And after I met him, that's what helped me change my music and how I do my music because I love the way that he do his. Mm. So after that, it was like, yeah, that's, that's my influences. Those are my, like, three major influences. Those are some very good ones. When it came to the age, though, how old were you when you started doing the singing and the p- playing the piano and all of that? I was six when my mom would put me in the choir. I was an adult. Okay. Six. Alto. And <laughs> I gotta work. I gotta, you know, I gotta be proper girl because they be coming for me. So <laughs> I was an ato. Um, and then around like ten or eleven, I started like playing the piano. And around like twelve, I made my first song called Memphis, and Ooh. I did it with my cousin. And it was Tom Yates that had like recorded me and helped yeah. me with my uh my voice when I was up in there. Yeah. And after that. I just started posting videos. You know, you had MySpace, Facebook. And mm-hmm. that's where I was. Facebook, every week, I would make sure that I post, like, a video. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm mm. rapping or singing. I'm doing either or. I mm. just make a post. And from then on, I just kept posting. One video went viral. And then after that, Dan Wright went viral. And after Dan Wright went viral, I just, I just kept rapping. Yeah. So it seemed like you were very intentional, though, when it came to, like, putting out content every week, Facebook. If you don't stay consistent, you don't have anything. People will mm. get comfortable. You don't never need to get comfortable. I don't mm. even care if you got money put up. You you should never be comfortable. Damn right. Speaking of damn right, <laughs> because I was one of the videos that you just mentioned a second ago that went viral. I watched it for the first time today. True tea. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did. But I, I'm just a very honest being. I ain't about to sit up here and be like, girl, I knew about it. I did. And I thank you. Uh, it's all good. And I, but I'm a journalist and I love my woman in hip hop. So doing the research, doing extensive research, I come across the video and I'm like, damn, this is a freestyle. I just, you know how people say freestyle, but you see them like rapping on the phone, like Yo. <laughs> reading the lyrics, you know, it's kind of just that very... type of freestyle. Nah. But it's once. The tears. It was the tears for me, sis. <laughs> I was and your fans know what I'm talking shit. about. Talk I about that. I was going through some... I was mm-hmm. going through, like... I was young. So, like, after yeah. I turned, like, 18, and, you know, you get on your own. Because I had already had my first son at 16, 17. Yeah. So, I was... I wasn't a baby no more. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, when I made that video, I had my own apartment. You know, I had got laid off in my job. Cause wow. man, I'm so fire me on my nose ring. I was so mad. Like wow. I was so mad. But anyway. Girl, you could that's a lawsuit nowadays. Just saying. No, no, no. that's that's how FedEx was. And yeah, I worked at FedEx. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they they fired me over there and wow. it was like, okay, now how I'm, I don't finna pay rent. How I'm finna take care of this baby. And then I had also had just lost a child. 
And mm. I had like a lot of people around me. And I was like, why are y'all around? And I was like, get out. Like right before I did that video, <laughs> I told every person that was in my house, I was like, get the elf out of my house. Like, get away wow. from me. And I just went in the room and I let I let my emotions come out, man. I was going through some shit. Wow. But the inspiration from that song came came from my idol. Like I told you, like the person that inspired me, he did it first. Z had did it first. Mm -hmm. And after I heard the way that he just spilled out his pain on it, I was like, mm -hmm. I want to do me. You get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I did me. I wasn't even expecting like no tears to come out. And I second thought about it after I after I had like did the video. I was like, I don't think I supposed to. I don't want nobody saying I'm extra. And then you know the person that's always been behind me, Jig was like, post it. He mm. was like, post it. So mm. I posted it, and it started doing numbers. And I was like, okay. And I still didn't change my music though. Mm -mm. I just kept dropping whenever I wanted to drop. Like if it was a song and it was popping, I still kept rapping. Whether it was on this subject or this subject, it was just the point of fact of staying consistent with everything. Mm, staying consistent and staying authentic. I'm glad you posted it because I believe that's what really made it like resonate with the people because the tears and yeah. and, the, and showing that it was a true freestyle because right with a tear drop, you was like, yeah, I'll cry this shit, but da -da -da -da. I was like, yeah, but that's what I, you got to do it like that because you know people <laughs> yeah. sit up here and think that you won't, that you won't pity for me. I don't want pity for nobody. Yeah. I just want you to respect me. Yeah. Just respect me enough for me to open up to you because I know you going through it. You just not comfortable with yourself enough to even right. come out about it. So I was like, I'm going to stand on what I say and it is what it is. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> Listen, it. and we're about to talk about your record, love, but before we get there, just sticking on being authentic, what got you from my interview with Katori Hall, the creator of P-Valley, the mm -hmm. hit show on Stars. You get um, what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we talked about you. And she said the reason why she reached out to you was because of her being from Memphis and you being from Memphis and she wanted that authentic Memphis sound and she was like, this girl Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off Ba-da-ba-ba-ba Got it Talk to me about how that all came into fruition for you, your point of view What repeat that last word because I didn't hear you what you uh, said no problem talk to me about how it all came into fruition for you your your perspective because she gave us her story Yo, I want to hear from you how that went down she had she had hit, she hit my you know she hit my management uh -huh. and they was like uh, it's this opportunity for you for uh, some that's on stars and I was like stop for, you know I was like stop playing with me like for real and he was like yeah and they uh they brought us to Tyler Perry Studios and sat down with us. And I was so nervous the whole time. I was in there. I ain't even gonna lie. I was like, man. I was like, and I'm high. I was like, man, man. <laughs> but we were sitting there and she was like, she was just asking me, you know, basically like asking me my background and everything. And we had our jokes about Memphis. Yeah. And um, she just described to me what, what she wanted to be done. Mm -hmm. So after she painted me that picture through that little meeting and everything, oh man, hold on. She showed me like the first episode, see what y'all saw and what I saw. So what? I know they did some whole other, I don't know if I'm even supposed to be saying this, but it's out now. So <laughs> what y'all saw and what I saw and what mm. I saw, I was like, 
oh, y'all finna fuck them up. I was like, this is, you know, I was like, I'm proud to be a part of this. I was like, can I get some more songs out here? Like, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> but they told me what they wanted, and they showed me the picture and painted the picture for me. Mm. And I went in the studio, and she was like, uh, she was like, you know, the nursery rhyme? And I was like, no, nah, I don't know it. She was like, how old is you? I was like, look, I don't know, but I don't know that joke. You get what I'm saying? I was like, you know, I'm in my 20s, but I don't know it. Mm -hmm. And after she told me to look it up, I looked it up. And my producer was sitting right there. And he brought it up for me. And I started recording. And it just started coming to me. And I did what I did for the intro. And it was like, the intro ain't nothing but like 30, 40 seconds, right? Right, right. So... I got on there, I swear to you, it took me it took me two days to do Danger, so it took me probably like a good two hours to do that intro. Woo! Come on, sis! You got the world in a frenzy with that down in the valley where the girls get naked. And I didn't like it. I was like, I really hope that they like it. And wow. I wind up sending that song over and she was like, we love it. That's, mm. that's it. And, you know, we changed a couple of little words and we kept going through that process for probably like two more days. Mm. For probably like two more days. And after that, after that, we were straight. Yeah. So she told me they wanted some more music because they wanted to use Shake That Ass. But at that time, Shake That Ass wasn't my song. It's my song now. So make sure y'all go and get that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she had said she heard about that song too. So that was another reason why she wound up hitting us up. But uh, wow. she was like, we want like a club type feel and this and that. So I, I submitted, I know I submitted at least probably like 10 songs. Ooh. And they picked like, they picked like three other songs. Okay. Which is Life's a Bitch, No Bro Dick, and Make That Money. Woo! Look at that. <laughs> so we had them four songs. And <laughs> after that, I was like, this is, and I was so excited for it. And then I wound up finding out that it had came out on my birthday. I was so happy. Oh my but god! That was the process for that. I don't know if I'm, you know, going on, but that was the process about making that song and the other songs and stuff on P Valley. No, please, we we have been enjoying that record, the mm -hmm. and the show, all summer long, and still now that the show is, you know, on hiatus because they got to come back next season. Thank God for season two. Hopefully, you could do some acting on there. You get? I'm I'm trying. Don't <laughs> we 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 trying to make it happen? Don't worry about it. You know, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> How has that theme song changed your life? Have people been reaching out ever since? Has people come up to you? Do people know it's you? Like, what has been that experience? Some people know it's me. People been coming up to me, not even on no cocky stuff. Like, mm -hmm. ever since, it was Shake That Ass that, sad to say, it was Shake That Ass that changed my life. And mm. I can't even, I can't even cap about that. Like, I promise you, I went touring off of this song and I went signed to no label. Another, mm. I was doing everything independent and I bought me in a good little six figures. You get what I'm saying? Nice. So, but when P Valley came out, it was a different type of support. Like, you got mm. Snoop Dogg sharing this, you got comedians sharing this, you got, you know, people that's up there that heard and they don't even know it's me. And like Tiny, she texted me, she was like, I didn't even know it was you. I was like, Yes, ma'am. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, ma'am. We on her. <laughs> and they just tell me that they proud of me and they love it. So yeah, that's a, that's that's a nice feeling. But when my kids know that that's me, like that's yeah. my mama. Yeah, that's the that's what I'm so happy about. Like making mm. my family proud because you have certain family members that look at you and be like, you just want to be like everybody else. But knowing that I'm my mama, baby, and 
Her baby didn't made it to this point. Mm-hmm. Won't God do it? Okay. Yo. Won't he do it? Yeah. Won't he do it? Eddie came out on your birthday. Look at God. That ain't nothing but divine time. <laughs> it came straight on time. That, it had it just made me feel way it made me feel way better though. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, I just wanted to say when I was watching the first episode when stars came on. I got up up in the living room. My dude was like, sit down. He was like, you need to sit down. I was like, nope. <laughs> Damn, me in the back. <laughs> give it to me. Give like, it to me. <laughs> I was like, that's me. That's me. You hear that? <laughs> you got to bask in your, in your achievements. So definitely do that. Don't, don't stop enjoying your accomplishments. Now, you yeah, did just mention, a little bit. Not too much. You did mention Shake That Ass. And I saw an interview where you said, you know, you don't really like the club records, that you really want to do music that's more of substance and realistic was the word that you used a lot. Yeah. And um, your mixtape, Black Sheep, I love. I love the girl, Kissing Girl with Juicy J. I just, I, I love a lot of the records you have on there, but this single, Thug, The Hate You Gave Us, um, yeah. has a lot of substance, has a lot of um, meaning and everything. It kind of represents, obviously, what's going on in the world today. So talk to me about that record and what was it that happened that made you say enough is enough? I got to do a song like this. It was just, it was, it took time for the right beat. Mm. I can't even lie. Like mm. the beat came on and it wasn't, it was there. And it was the point of fact that it, my, um, my, my manager, my CEO, basically Lord 100 G. He was like, he heard it too. And I was finna do some whole other stuff on this what? song. Like, I promise you, I was finna get on some gangster stuff. Because the beat was hard. And right. I was like, yeah. I know I can go off. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But then he was like, he was like, nah, you need to, you need to do something that they ain't gonna expect. Mm. And we were, we was just having conversations about it. And I was like, I want to do it because that was after I heard Lil Baby. You know, Lil Baby's song that he did. Yep. So after I heard his that's that's another motivation i heard that and i got in the booth and he was like giving me a cadence and everything mm. and after he gave me the cadence for it everything just came out pouring and so it was like dope. i gotta let it be known and it's like it's a difference because certain females back away from it because they can't rap about that i'm gonna mm -hmm. make you hear me when i rap about it whether you listen to this type of music or not you gonna hear me you get what i'm mm -hmm. saying mm -hmm. so that was that was it. Like I just got in the booth, freestyled it too, and I knocked it out within an hour. Damn! Come on now, you just told us you did the P Valley theme in like two hours, and now you did this record in one hour. Because it, it's a it's a different like records that mean like the most to me, and like mm -hmm. that's important. I take my time on them. Like I always take my time on them, but it's like when you speaking from the heart, that's when your songs go the quickest. Mm. I just want to say some of the lyrics on this song, Thug, T-H-U-G. Uh, Throw us in the jungle, then they lock us up in cages, saying that we free, and then they find a way to slave us. Complain about the riots, but this the hate you gave us. I just mm -hmm. like that. That line right there, I mean, it's like you impact so much in that because people are complaining about riots, but it's like, again, we talked about frustration, so it's like, what do you do? And I want to ask you by having young boys, what are you telling them? What are you telling young boys in America? How are you raising them? You don't know. You don't want to know what I tell you, my kids. <laughs> we want to know in Women yeah. in Hip Hop. You want to know. Tell the truth, sis. Hey, they mama, they mama real G. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I do, I do encourage them to not be foolish. 
yeah. and to always stay with their eyes open with every situation. And, you know, you only get respect when you give it. Mm. So if it's not meant for you to, you know, if it ain't meant for you to turn up or do nothing, don't act out of character and don't never let nobody get you out of your character. Like, Ooh. even though they young and growing up, I still tell you that ain't, that ain't what boys do. You ain't a man mm. yet, but that ain't what boys do. Mm. And they very respectful. They, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. They said, my, but my youngest, his mouth is, Woo! is that. Is that. <laughs> it's really that, like, King be turning up and I be like, Man, like... Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. <laughs> I really, and I, but I be like, I be trying to calm them down and get them to calm down quicker because it's like, I'm going to do this with you because I love you. Yeah. But when you get up in these schools, these teachers don't love you. So mm. you can't do that. So with Corona going on and they not in real school, you don't got too much to worry about. Right. You can play with them online, but if you play online, we're going to see where their IP address and everything else around too. But anything, <laughs> anyway. In school, <laughs> in school, you're going to do right and you're going to mind your teachers. That's what I always tell them. And I just, you know, my son, my son had, he, my oldest son, his name Trey. Mm -hmm. He had ran into this lady and she was talking about how the police had killed her uh, little brother. Ooh. And his brother won them, but 15 years old. Wow. And he was driving around their mama because their mama was seeking her walk. Wow. And um, she was explaining the story to him. And she was like, you understand why you got to be, uh, why you got to be careful, young brother. And he was like, hold on, what did your brother do? And she was like, he was doing nothing. He was driving my mom because my mama was sick. And he was mm. like, so what did he do when they pulled him over? And... She was like, he uh, he had his hands, he had his hands in his lap, and my son was like, did he reach for anything? And she was like, yeah, he had reached for his brush, mm. and he was like, everyone knows when when police get behind you or they pull you over, you're supposed to have your hands out where you can right. see them. My yeah. son wasn't even seven at this time. Wow, he was six. Yeah, like. They, my children have a real discernment, and I, and I thank God for it. Because, yeah. you know, it's like I, I do have to tell them certain things, but even then, it's like it's already instilled up in them. But I yeah. still say a prayer for my kids whenever they go anywhere, whenever they ain't around me where I can't protect them. I always try and just hope that they remember what I tell them when I'm getting on them. Like, even when I whoop them, and I get done whooping you, I'm actually, <laughs> do you know what I whoop you for? Yeah. And if you explain it back to me, that mean mm -hmm. that you know, and after I get done, whether I went in or not, I love mm -hmm. you. Mm. I love you. Even when I'm done, I still love you, and I whoop you because I love you. 
Because yeah. anybody else on these streets, you're going to be in a cell or dead. So, yes. no. Nah, I want the best for you. That's what nah. I'm telling them. Nah, you keep raise- that head on straight. You're raising them right. And it's unfortunate that at six or seven years old that he has to hear a story like that. That's so traumatizing in itself. But in Memphis, but, that's something regular. Mm, mm, that's mm. what I'm saying. That's I moved. Like, yeah. I got out of Memphis. I had yeah. It. Yeah. So it seems as if your music definitely reflects your life or what you know and how you grew up. Now, I know you said that you hate the club stuff. But you also said it made you six figures. That shake that ass made you a lot of money. Because <laughs> a lot of people like to have fun. But yeah. I think we got even more people that's hurting. Yep, yep. And everybody was complaining about how music right now isn't reflecting the times that we're in. Um, talk to me about that because, you know, I don't know if you've heard, you probably have, where Jermaine Dupree came out and he spoke out about, like, how women are talking about the popping pussy. pussy. Oh, pussy is that what he called? Pussy rap, pussy basically. Rap. Pussy rap. And I think it was Cardi B who said, well, that's what everybody wants to hear. Like, what do you, you know, expect us to do? And then you kind of confirmed that because you said, listen, I made so much money off that Shake That Ass record, a record that I personally don't even really care for, but it's what's paying the bills. But it seemed like you're finding a good line in between. So would you say that in a way that what Jermaine Dupri is kind of right on his assessment or what are your thoughts on that? The only reason why he's not right because he doesn't know every female rapper. Mm -hmm. If he did, he wouldn't say that it was pussy rap. So Mm -hmm. that's where you're wrong at. But he's not Mm -hmm. wrong about that's he not wrong about no Cardi B isn't wrong about saying that that's what people want because it's yeah. true sex sales you have people that be like oh you was just talking about this the other day and now here you come with like what I got on right now if I was mm. to sit up here and rap thug to you with this on would you still look at me the same way mm. that's interesting yeah it's it, it, it's like it go both ways but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to win. You get what I'm saying? I can't give you my plan, but I'm trying to win. That's all <laughs> I'm going to do. And I'm trying to change, you know, like how people look at female rappers. Because even before all of this, you had Missy Elliott. Yes. yes. You had Queen Latifah. You had all the other females that was doing Mia X. You had, you had yes. all of them that was going in, period. Yes. yes. And they didn't have to do all the extra stuff. I, I have never seen Missy Elliott in no heels. Mm. Have you? Not that I can remember. That's interesting, though. Uh-uh. But, but what Miss Yelly doing? What Miss Yelly doing? She, she, she's Hall of Fame and, and the Writers Hall of Fame. She's killing it. She's one of the best in the game. So that proves to you that you don't have, mm-hmm. you don't have to do it. It's just how everybody has knocked down the standards of everything because people's mind state has changed so much because this is all, this is all these... I can't say it. I want to so bad. But say this is it. what all these people mm-hmm. push. And they put that out because they want your kids to do it. Mm-hmm. They gonna tell Billy and them to sit down and they can listen to it when they want to. But I bet when Billy and them go to the White House or anywhere else, they, yes, father. Yes, ma'am. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, but they gonna do it to us because that's what's making the money. That's what's gonna make it sell. Mm. They don't put it out there because they know that's what's killing them off. That's what's making them do the stuff that they do. You put it in music. Everybody knows if you want something to be done and you really want people to start doing it, start putting it in music because it's a tune. Everybody loves a tune. Whether you racist, broke, rich, everybody loves music. 
Mm-hmm. So that's how we gonna win them over, putting them in the music and bring them in, and we gonna we fucking we gonna fuck them. <laughs> that's what they doing. And I don't, but I don't. You know, I just go with the flow though. I can only say so much and do so much, but I can only go with the flow. I love the fact that you said you have a plan, and everything you said, I totally agree with. So I can't wait to see exactly where Juicy Fruit end up with her master plan okay mm-hmm. and also too i think it's kind of unfair for women to be held to a certain standard to kind of only be one way when you got male rappers out there that can rap about you know like a jay-z can rap about his past and and, and what he saw in the hood but he could also talk about you know generational wealth and the 444 and getting good credit but when it, we do it as far as women do it it's like it's not respected nah, Exactly. So I think you're doing a great job. One minute you want to show a little something, something. The next minute you want to put on a hoodie. As you and should. Rap about if I feel good about my body and about what I'm doing, and I want to turn up, I'm going to tell you my yes. booty is big. I'm going to tell you my cat is good. <laughs> and to keep it clean. Why you coming for me? Keep it clean. You get what I'm saying? And I'm going I'm to do me. Yes. <laughs> And Missy was one of the ones that did it too. I mean, I love uh, Pussy Don't Fail Me Now, that record she had. She used to say, call before you come. I'm about to shave my chow child. Like, I love Missy. (laughs) Missy was a nasty motherfucker too. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. (laughs) We can be layered in this mug is all I'm saying. We can be layered. (laughs) Now, you mentioned your ass just a second ago. Talk to me about that, just being a woman being curvy, being beautiful, and the whole body imaging. How do you feel about that just in this industry? Do you feel like it's as welcomed or what? If if I would have looked the same way before, I because I had work done. I'm not going to deny okay. it or do any other. I'm not all the way natural. I, okay. You know, I just had a little bit added to my boot. Not none of the fake. It was mine. They got, you know. A little transfer. Got yeah. you. Okay. But other than that, like, in my stomach. But other than that, it was like I feel like I had to do that mm. in order for people to even don't get me wrong, I'm still cute and my booty was still big. I really was being extra when I did my booty. You get what I'm saying? You. But Absolutely. <laughs> as far as my stomach and everything else, I did that for me. Yeah. Even though they they was telling me, Oh, you're gonna have to lose weight, you're gonna have to do this and that. Mm. Okay, that's cool, but I'm just doing this because I want to do it. I even came out with a song saying my big is beautiful. It's called B.I.G. And that was before I got my work done. But that don't mean that I still did like, because I'm still big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't have, you know, what I didn't like about myself. I had to remove. I had yeah. the money paid for. I got it removed. <laughs> period. 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 And I got everything done. But I feel like people look into images a little bit too much when it comes down to music. If you see somebody you'll be like, oh, they won't never make it. And it'd be the ugliest people that I'd be saying. I ain't gonna say no name, but it'd be some ugly people that I know, some rappers that got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, well, you didn't get here from your look, so you had to be talented, huh? Right, right. I hear you. <laughs> but they put they put an image on you mm. for you to be, like, popping in on. And I hate it so much. Yeah. Even though I feel like I could be doing what Lizzo doing, because I love what Lizzo doing. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. It's, where, it's a lot of subjects I don't speak on because 
I be getting so mad on the internet when I read a comment from somebody and I be ready to pull up and I know I can't pull up on everybody in the world so it be like okay well mm -hmm. I'm not gonna speak on it I'm gonna stay away from it but if I'm asked I'm gonna speak on it yeah. I feel like people have painted images in people's heads that big people or you know big bone or anybody that's not a size 6 or a size 7 is not beautiful you're beautiful in whatever you in it's about the confidence that you carry yourself in and when she went to that game and did what she did if it was a little girl, you wouldn't say anything. But because it's big and it catch your attention, now you mad. Mm. Ain't, that's that's wrong because I know your mama ain't no size three no more after pushing out your big headed ass and your other three sisters. So you shouldn't be coming for nobody. And if you don't call your mama ugly, don't call nobody else ugly because they don't deserve it. And they can't have wow. you have people that come out the womb and be. I'm one of them. Yeah, I want. I'm not no little girl. I'm. I'm not. Not little, never have been a little. Even with all the work, if I get work done, some more work done, I still wouldn't be you no. Know, I still be like, boom, boom. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. And it's like I can't help it though. That's why I be hating when people be coming for me. Like that's too much. You shouldn't be walking around with that on. You can't. You can't get mad at me. I can't help it. What you want me to hide my ass? Because mm -hmm. even if I sag and wore boy clothes, you still don't see that booty poking. Period. You still don't <laughs> see these jumping. So I don't know what you want me to do. We but need to break the stereotypes, I believe. So break I think the stereotypes. And Lizzo is doing that fully. And she lose, she losing weight and working out and doing what she wants to do. Not because mm -hmm. she has to. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, man, even though it's good for your health to do that. Yeah. But you got skinny people out here. That's only reason why they're skinny because they're doing crack. Oh, okay. Well, damn. Anyway, we stopping. <laughs> we stopping. Uh -oh. oh, damn. <laughs> anyway, people should be comfortable in their own skin and have confidence with everything that they do. That's my word. Yeah, I do want to ask you though, when it comes to representation, it's so important. Everything you just said is spot on. So thanks for touching on that. Who was it for you that you saw on TV or heard on the radio that you felt mirrored you in a way that made you say, you know what, I can do this? Nikki, uh, Gangsta Boo, Lil mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's like, but Gangsta Boo and Lil Chat for sure because they both from my. Like I said, if you're not from Memphis, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna understand like how we carry ourselves. And I like the way that they carry themselves. And still to this day, you know that they Memphis from the heart. Whether it's the gold teeth in their mouth or the way that they talk and how they say mine, you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's that. And but Nikki, I say Nikki because I like her ambition and the way she kept going. Yeah. And that's whether people admit it or not. I don't care. You know, not picking no size or nothing because I fuck with Cardi B too. Mm -hmm. But everybody, everybody still looked up to Nicki regardless. And it was it wasn't the song that she did with the twerk. I can't remember it. Itty bitty piggy. That's yeah. what it was. It wasn't that song. It was the song Go Hard. And this was just a mixtape. And I love the way that she went in on the song mm -hmm. with the one. I was like, bro, she hard. Mm -hmm. I was like. She might be a little bougie and all of that stuff if she is, but I was like, she hard. Cause mm. I really, I I was always a tomboy. So pretty girls really made me nervous. I was like, I don't know. Cause some of them be acting too much for me and they'll mess around and get one of them. Like, <laughs> not one of them. <laughs> but I like, I liked her style and I liked the way she kept pushing through anything. Like people used to talk stuff about her too. Like, wow. and they came for her. And yeah. I like the way that she always handles herself. Like she always handles herself like a, you know, a G. 
to me no. back, you know, when I back then when I was listening to it yeah. and all of this stuff. I still listen to it, but you know, it ain't just as yeah much yeah because I like other artists now that's still coming out. But they they was the ones that did it for me that I looked up. So Missy Elliott for sure. Yeah, and that's just top top. Yeah, and Beyonce, even though I don't sing like that, give it the B. It's her <laughs> voice for me, like you mm-hmm. can just tell, like yeah, I love it. Yeah, and I feel like I can do it. I feel I feel like I can do it, and they didn't like broke charts. Not mm-hmm. saying that I'm comparing myself to her. That's something that I want to be like. Yeah, and she just broke charts with what she did. Now you talked. To- now you just talked about um like your label earlier or or just people in the industry. I don't want to just put it on your label. Say like like lose weight, do this and that. And by you mentioning Nikki and Cardi, and you know this industry love to pin women against each other. Was that something you had to worry about coming into this game? Were people trying to say, yo, you should beef with Nikki or you should beef with this person? I'm set up here. When I announced that I was signed with Atlantic, I had so many Nikki fans like, you better not go against her, bitch. We'll kill you. We'll come stomp you down. I was like, I was like, hold on, like, man, bro, I don't got nothing to do with this stuff, but watch it, watch it, watch your tone on this internet. Like, stop playing with me. I don't know now one of these women, but stop playing with me. Right. I don't, right. I don't like it because I never been one of them type of female. Like, any female that I'm cool with, and I don't have a lot of females I'm cool with, mm-hmm. but any female I'm cool with, if it's somebody else that I know that they in tune with, they don't even put me in a situation where uh, you got to stop talking to them because if you don't, I'm not cool with you. Yeah. Bro, you can't. Bro, I'm grown as hell. You're not going to make me stop from talking. Now, I won't let them talk about you or do anything to you or you do something to her or talk about her. Right. But I'm always remain that mutual person. That's why yeah. I don't I don't, I don't, don't like this stuff. When they try to put me in the category, like, Cardi B, follow me. Okay. She followed me like that's somebody yeah. that supported me. So of course I will be more supportive and ready to do something because she done showed me something. Okay. Like people act like just because somebody got a name that you gotta jump hop and skip. I'm not gonna do that. Like right. it is what it is, but can't nobody fault you from you know for picking the side and none of this stuff. People in Memphis are doing it right now as we speak. Wow. And they feel I feel like since I'm a female, I shouldn't have nothing to do with that, but that don't mean nothing. If it's beef, it's beef is dead. Yeah. So if you on that side, you got to stay over there. Yes. Period. And you can't get mad at that because you got certain people out here that do it. And it's like, well, if I'm not meant to be on your side of fucking with you, it's not it's not me. So I'm going to just leave you be and I'm going to go on about my business. Got it. Got it. All right. So this part of the interview, because I know we only got a few minutes left, is called my confessional segment. So I'm just going to shoot out some questions and you just give it to me uh, straight. Okay? okay. One, what is your favorite hip hop album ever? Favorite, like what I can listen to, like over and over. Your fave, sis. You didn't broke the cassette when it was a cassette, a CD when it was a CD, all of that, over and over. Skipping right now. <laughs> that I can still go back. I got a lot, but you talking about my top though? Your top. If you want, give me top five. If you want to give me top five, I'll give that to you. Uh, I got like three. Mm-hmm. I, you got. Hell on Earth by Flyboy Z. Okay. You have Lil Wayne, The Drought 3. Woo! Man, I, I, man, I, I used to go to sleep with that in my ears. Who else you got? Mm, the Drought 3. Who you got? That's crazy. It was, that, that was the jump for me. And Beyonce, which one? Which I want to say it was 
Was it dangerously in love or was it the one after that? I don't know. I, I'm going to just say dangerously in love because I didn't play that back a lot okay. of times. But those okay. are my main three. Top and that's, that's Sisters Is Woman in Hip Hop. Do you have your a favorite female hip hop album that you listened to and played out? I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't. No. And I and I I have a song. I have like okay. a certain song that you know I just love type stuff. But other than that, it ain't no album for me. I can't okay. say nobody. But okay, no, cool. you know what, Nick? What what mixtape was that? They go hard was on. Oh, um, is that the beat me up? Scotty one? Beat me up? Is that it? Okay. We gonna be, we'll it. take that. We'll take that. I played that because my <laughs> sister didn't stop and she played it so much to the point where I had to, I wound up singing the words myself. I was like, you know what? I can't even do it. I like it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Dream collaboration. One person. Who would it be? Because you work Re-read. with some people. Reread. Okay. If I ever see you, I don't know what, like, I don't even get nervous <laughs> around famous people or none of that. I act like they regular. Yeah. But, but if I see Riri, I'll probably just be right there just staring at her like, girl. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do all my life. And please don't let me be high. Ain't no telling what I would do. I would probably, I wouldn't cry, but I'd just be right there smiling until my jaws hurt and I still ain't gonna stop smiling. <laughs> First person you call when you got your um your deal with Atlantic because you with Atlantic right? Okay, first person you called who was it? I call I call my mamas both of my mamas my mamas on my side and my mama on my my dude's side. My oh mama. nice. Okay, dude. So uh, we in a relationship over here. Okay. 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 All right. Um, biggest. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Misconception about Juicy Fruit. Biggest misconception. What is it? Break, break down misconception because I'm, I'm in okay. between. Like... What, what is the thing that people may think about you, but they got you totally fucked up? <laughs> they think you one way, but you're not that way. What how way much time? That? How much more time we got? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I say, I say that it's a lot of people that probably think that I'm um because the content that I post and because I do make twerk music, mm-hmm. I feel like people think that I'm a fucking twerk rapper, and I'm not a I'm not a twerk rapper. Like, okay, okay. I'm ready to go to Google whoever. Female, male, anything. Dog, cat, snail, I don't care. Mm. Um, I'm like that. Like, I think that that's one thing. And another thing is, I think a lot of people think that I'm like mean. Mm. And I'm really not. Because people be like, I saw you, but I didn't want to walk up to you. And I was just like, I'm sorry. But you could have walked up. Like, I wouldn't have did nothing. Like, I probably just sound like that. But I promise you, I'm not. I ain't mean at all. Well, you know what? It, it, it's COVID, so right now it's good for them to back the fuck up. So it's all good. <laughs> and we appreciate you and keep doing your thing. And we got our eyes on you. So we watching you, sis. Keep it up. All right. Thank all you. Right. Stay safe out there. Everybody. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you too. Bye. I created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. 
a place where we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. It hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Women in Hip Hop. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.